0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Sure, old-time hockey. Like it is sure. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, Boston Bruins fans. I'm Kurt Schmid, and you're listening to Believe in Boston Bruins on the Believe Podcast Network. We believe in Boston Bruins. Do you believe? On this week's episode, four Bruins have surgery and Patrice Bergeron wins his his fifth Selkie Award. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're available on all your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn, and you can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. Four Bruins had off-season surgery this past week. Matt Grislick underwent a right-soled Right shoulder uh, stabilization procedure, um, and he is expected a recovery time of approximately five months. And then you have Charlie McAvoy; he underwent left su- left had surgery on his left shoulder, um, and he is expected to be back in t- in six months. Now, six months is going to be taking us up until well, possibly November, December, which means that the Bruins are going to be without. Charlie McAvoy and Brad Marchand. Now, Mike Riley also underwent um, surgery for a right ankle tendon repair. And he's going to be, um, he should be ready to go in three months. But two of the, two of the main factors, or maybe even three of the main factors right now, McAvoy, Grizzlick, and Marchand are going to pros- possibly miss the beginning of the season. Well, no doubt, Charlie McAvoy and Brad Marshawn are going to miss part of the season. They're not going to be back until November or Christmas or whatever, whenever they're ready. The thing is, you don't want to rush into some of these things. And especially with Marshawn. Marshawn had hips had hip surgery on both hips. So who knows when he's going to be 100%. You know, he, he could possibly end up like Tuka Rask, come back in January and say, nope, you know, after a couple of games, I can't go. Or even possibly take a full season off. You know, I mean, a shoulder surgery for Matt for Matt Grislick, a, a shoulder surgery for Charlie McAvoy. Those are basically kind of minor. But when you're talking about your hips, all right, that's basically you're base. You might as well, you know, you might as well, you know, not retire. I don't want to say that, but you know, how much, how much you know how is he going to come back at 100 percent is he going to be playing at 90 percent you know there are some there are some hockey players that have had had hip surgery and been just fine but we don't know you know what's going to happen you know as far as you know recovery time you know McAvoy I mean McAvoy like I said is going to be fine Grizzlies is going to be fine because those are shoulders but with Brad Marshawn, Brad Marshawn is a is is a big question. I mean, for me, it's a big question mark. Is he gonna be a hundred percent when he comes back? But to be without those three guys, McAvoy, Grizzlick, and Marshawn for the beginning of the season, that's gonna hurt the team. I mean, we could be looking at, you know, possibly a lottery team, you know, in the coming years. For this franchise, because I don't see them, I don't, I honestly don't see them making the playoffs for the next couple of years. I don't see them being, you know, contend, contending for anything. No playoffs, no nothing. I mean, or unless they tank the next couple of years. I mean that that's that's something that they could do, but then again, you know, Sweeney is. If he's still the general manager, I mean, I haven't heard anything about him signing a new contract, you know, with the Bruins. So I don't know what's what's going on there, and they got to figure that out soon because the draft is coming up. But then again, he hasn't had much success in the draft, you know. And you know, forget about lottery picks the next couple of years because he, if he's the general manager, he's probably going to trade trade away all those first round picks. I mean, look at, take a look at the New York Rangers. I mean, the New York Rangers went out, you know, granted, you know, they got some top picks, you know, granted these guys haven't really, haven't really blown the league away like most first round picks do. But, you know, the Rangers put together a decent team. Maybe, maybe Don Sweeney should look and see what the Rangers have done. Look and see what, you know, the, the final four teams have done. And maybe, you know, go in, you know, go in, you know, that kind of a direction. Because look what what those four teams have done. They've gone out and they've signed decent free agents. You know, they go out and sign free agents. They go out and make trades, smart trades. Not like Don Sweeney where he goes out and makes stupid bonehead trades, drafts horribly, and as far as free agents go, you know, that sucks too. A back, you know, Nick Foligno. I mean, I could have found somebody else better than Nick Felino. I could have found somebody else better than Derek Forbert. You know, unless those are the only guys that'll that'll come to Boston, who knows? But this has become this. This team is going nowhere in the next couple of years because they didn't. They'd rather go out and get, you know they'd rather go out and get free agents that are like no names. Of course, you know, some of them you can't say that they're no names because you can't because you really don't know, you know, you probably don't really know much about teams in the Western Conference. But it would be nice to have them go out and actually sign a decent, you know, a you know, or even trade for a decent top player. I mean, Sweeney Sweeney got a steal with with Hall He got a steal with Taylor Hall. He got a steal. He stole that one from Buffalo. Of course, you know, Buffalo is willing to do anything to get him out of town. So, but like I said, this team is going, this team is basically going to be horrible in the beginning of the season because they don't have their top, especially McAvoy. Especially McAvoy. He's not going to be, He's going to be out of the lineup for at least 2 months. And we still don't know about Patrice Bergeron. Now Patrice Bergeron also went under under the knife and had an elbow surgery and he's not even he's he's not even making he hasn't said anything about the future of of playing for Boston. He hasn't. He hasn't said anything, you know, he he hasn't made a decision. But he did have I mean He did have surgery. You know, there's no, there's, there's no, you know, timetable. You know, nobody knows the timetable for his, his surgery recovery. Then again, you know, we don't know what his, what his decision is. You know, he, he had surgery to repair a tendon in his left elbow. And, you know, he's not, you know, this isn't going to force him to, you know, this isn't a Going to force him to make an immediate decision on his, on his, um, on whether or not he's going to retire, he's going to move on, he's going to stay in Boston. Who knows? But you know, he's taking time to be with his family. He's going to assess what it's going to be. And I'm, and you know what? If I'm Patrice Bergeron right now, you know, even like I'm in the, I'm up in the air. I don't know if I'd want to sign and you know sign it like a, an extra one year, con- uh, one year or two year extension because i don't want to play on a team that's going to suck and that's what this team is going to be they're not going to be anywhere near the playoffs next year so why not you know you know why not do why not retire you know move on from boston you know go 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 enjoy go enjoy some time with his family you know, go go back up to Quebec, where he's from, or or even even go down. You know, do do what more normal people do is retire to Florida or South Carolina. I mean, heck, you know, David Krejci has a home in South Carolina; could move right next door to him. And we still don't know. And everybody keeps saying that David Krejci is going to come back to Boston. It's you. You really can't. You really can't. You know, say that because. You know he he basically he basically quit on the Bruins, going to another going back over to the Czech Republic. You know people talk about Tuukka Rask to you know you know quitting on his team to go tend to a sick child, but yet you know and don't welcome him back. There are quite a few fans that didn't want him back, or quite a few fans that won't, don't want him here. But Patrice, Ber- I mean, if I'm Patrice Bergeron, I'm, I'm hanging up the skates because I don't want to be, you know, it's like you don't want to sit on a team that's not going to make the playoffs. I mean, you could stick around and help the team rebuild, you know, you know, help out the younger players. But the thing is, you got to bring in younger players. You got to bring, you know, you got to bring them in. And that's not what the Bruins are doing as far as like they're. As far as their draft picks go, I mean, you know, yeah, they're high on Fabian Lysel. I mean, that kid, that kid's gonna be a stud, um, you know. And then you have, you know, you don't. To be honest, I think the Jack Stanica, um experiment failed miserably. So I don't see him ever playing, you know, playing, you know, on a top line for the Bruins. And then you have that question mark of John Beecher. I mean, he has the size and he has the skating ability. And that's, you know, and when when he was drafted, he was going to be the one to um to take Patrice Bergeron's place. So it, it's a wait and see. I mean, he hasn't. He really didn't have a stellar um college career, but a lot of people are telling, or a lot of people are saying that this kid, that um, John Beecher is going to has the size and the skating ability. So, you know, who knows where he's going to fit in next season. You know, without Patrice Bergeron, you know, who's going to center, you know, Brad Marchand for next season, for when Marchand comes back? And that's if he's 100%. We don't know that either. Now, Patrice Bergeron did um, capture his record-breaking fifth Selkie trophy. So that's that's good news for him. Um... You know, he wraps up his 18th season and, you know, has elbow surgery and, you know, he's going to be, you know, 36, you know, but and winning his fifth Selkie Trophy. That's, that's, that's really awesome on his part. And, and that, that's, that's basically the only thing the Bruins are going to win is a Selkie Trophy, you know, is having some, one of their players win the Selkie Trophy. But that's usually a given every single year. That Patrice Bergeron, you know, wins the Selkie. So. Now the Bruins did go out and re-sign Yuna Kapanin to a one year two way contract extension. Of course, he spent a majority of the time playing for the Providence Bruins, so I don't see why this is a, such a big deal for a contract. I don't even see why they even bothered doing that. I mean, I mean, was he was it really worth it? I mean, he really didn't play that many games. I mean, he played um, sixty-two games for for the Baby Bees this past season, recording eleven goals and nineteen assists. You know, and you know he's had he's played in one hundred and eighty-one career AHL games for the for the Baby Bees. You know, scoring twenty-seven goals and thirty-one assists. And you know, why bother? I mean, yeah, he was he was drafted by the Bruins um in the fifth round of the twenty sixteen draft, but this this kid hasn't hasn't done anything he really hasn't done anything you know to you know to the point where why why are the Bruins wasting a contract on somebody like this he hasn't I don't even think he's played a game I don't even think he's played a game um for the Bruins I don't I don't even think he got a cup of coffee with him so who knows what what the Bruins are thinking but you know, free, the NHL entry draft is coming up. We'll preview that in the coming weeks. We'll also take a look at, you know, the free agents coming up. Not that Don Sweeney is going to sign anybody. Because he's not. You know, he's going to sign garbage guys like he usually does. You know, some really good role players. And the thing is, you got to get some guys with some toughness in there. I mean, look at, look at some of the teams that that are in the final four. They got toughness. They got grit. I mean, look at, look at, even look at, um, the um, Carolina Hurricanes. They had some physical players and the Bruins got pushed around. Maybe they need to go back to the big bad Bruins that they used to be. You know, go back to those, you know, those days of the, you know, 2011, you know, twenty. 2008 to 2012 or 2013. Yeah, they had success in the, you know, in the mid, in the middle, mid 2000s, you know, winning the cup, going to another, going to two more finals. But, you know, that ship is passed. You know, it's time to like put a rebuild on this team. You know, maybe, maybe the team should move on from, you know, Patrice Bergeron and Brad Marchand and start fresh. But the thing is, you can't you can't really start fresh if you're going out and trading not only trading away your draft picks but having horrible picks. I mean, how did how did Jake the I mean, Jake Debrusque had a decent season this year playing with playing with playing with Patrice Bergeron and Brad Marchand. He had an outstanding year, a career year, I would say. But you know, what happens with Jake Debrusque when you put him on another line? He's not gonna play well. You know, look at Zach Senishin. Zach which was had, had was miserable. You know, he, he was putting up points down in Providence, but he couldn't do it in, in Boston. I think maybe he maybe maybe like five game five or ten games he played. He didn't he didn't make the roster. Um, Zaboral, Zaboral still a wait and see. I mean, he's, he had an injury and right now we don't know what, what his status, I mean, you know, he'll be back next season, but still, we don't know where, where his career is progressing. So I think that maybe, the, maybe the Bruins should start looking at, you know, getting new, starting fresh in the front office. And I just mean clean house as far as, you know, get, get Sweeney out of here, get, you know, I don't necessarily this. Some of this does not fall on Cam Neely because Cam Neely's not the one making the deals. But still, you know, you gotta you gotta start making some some choices in the front office because I think I think more of it has become the a front office issue. Because and and also you know a scout issue. I mean, because some of these scouts haven't done their really haven't done their job. If you think about it, some of them haven't. Some of them haven't done their job. I mean, there's some kids coming through coming through the system, you know, especially the college especially the colleges, you know, where, you know, where they're gonna be, you know, they're they're gonna have to wait, you know, for some of these kids to make a decision whether or not they're gonna they're gonna leave leave the school, you know, leave um you know, whether they're gonna leave school or not. But, you know, you do have John Beecher coming in, who played college. Trevor Kuntar. Um, and, and Mason, Mason, Laurie, Laurie, I'm hoping I'm saying his name right, but the thing, you know, the thing is they're high on those, on those kids. Kuntar they're high on. They're high on, you know, uh, this kid, Lahori. I don't know how do you pronounce his name, but, um, you know, they're high on him. They're high on. You know, a lot of a lot of these young, and, I mean, they have a ton of NCAA players right now. I mean, they have Kuntar, they had beat, you know, Mason, Mason Laurie, for for instance. You know, he was a second, he's a second rounder um, in the 2020 draft. Um, you know, and he's, um, I believe he's playing for Ohio, I don't know what school he's playing for, but I believe he's playing for Ohio, uh, let's see. Yeah, he's playing for Ohio State Universities right now, so that's where he is right now. And he's, and he's a kind of a decent. He's a decent player. He's a defense. He's a six-four defenseman. So the kid's got size. Kid's got size, and he's got. He has four goals, twenty-five assists, and twenty-nine and twenty-nine points for Ohio State. So that's not bad. That isn't bad at all. The kid's got some size. Now, as far as Trevor Kuntar goes, now Trevor Kuntar is actually um, he was a 2020 first round pick or third round pick over by the Bruins, um, and he's been playing across cross town over at Boston College for two seasons, and he's a, I believe he's a center. He's a six feet center, so he's got he's got a little bit of size to him. And you know the thing is though, college guy, you can't really look at college guys scoring a lot of goals, but he did last season. He did have nine goals and eleven assists in thirty six games. So, but there's quite a bit of there's quite a bit of young kids down there in, in, you know, in co- playing college. Of course, you know, John Beecher coming in from college, you know, he's a six three center. I mean, he's got size. The kid has got size and as far as his career his career's as far as his career goes i mean he he doesn't put it he hasn't really put up the numbers he hasn't put up the numbers but he's got the size he's got decent size so and and you, you got to realize that he did miss some games you know in 2020 and 2021 because of because of covid and he also had surgery he also had some 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 surgery going on there but there's quite a bit of I mean they got one two, three, four, five six, seven, eight nine they got about nine they got about nine um prospects right now playing in the um in the um in, in the NCAA and some of these kids actually have have some of these kids actually have size, which is what I want to see. I want to see bigger players. I want to see guys out there taking hits. Um, you know, you have all these young, young players right now, you know, and like I said, Fabian Lysell. Fabian Lysell is, um, you know, he ha- he was lighting up the lamp. He was lighting the lamp when he was playing for the, um, for the Vancouver Giants in the WHL. Will he be? In, will he stay in there for one more year? Will he come to Providence? Will he be in? Bo- we don't know. We don't know what kind of a prospect camp he's going to have in a couple of weeks. We don't even. We don't know what what's going to happen during during training camp. And with Brad Marchand being out of the lineup, who knows? Maybe for a while, maybe he fits in somewhere. But he is a right winger, so you know, maybe the Bruins get a deal for get a trade for um, Jake DeBrusk. And you know, Lysell fits into the right side with Marshawn and possibly, and hopefully, maybe Patrice Bergeron. But the other thing is, I don't want to see. You know, part of me is like sitting here, wait, you know, looking at cell. It's like, all right, Lysell's playing plays on the right side. You'd have Bergeron on the left, possibly, and John Be- Maybe John Beecher at center. You know, maybe maybe put John Beecher at, at center. You know, have John Beecher center Fabian Lysel. Maybe maybe even have John Beecher and Fabian Lysel play together in Providence, and let them build some line chemistry. That's a possibility right there. You know, get some. You know, maybe stick some of these younger kids in Providence and let them, and let them. You know, build some team chemistry. And then call these kids up. Cause that would make perfect sense. And that's one of those things looking at AHL, you know, looking at the minors, you know, is have guys play with each other down in the minors and come through come through together. You know, come through the system together. This way they are the team chemistry is already there by the time they get to by the time they get to the NHL. That would be part. That would be a perfect situation, you know. Because Lysel, I mean, Lysel was has puts up the numbers. I mean, this past year alone, Vancouver the, with the Vancouver Giants, he had twenty-two goals and forty assists in sixty-two games. That is, this was his first season playing over in North America. For the rest of the for the rest of the time, he's been playing over in in Sweden and Finland, or or Sweden excuse me but he's been playing over in Sweden you know you know for growing up this was his first time playing in North America North American style of hockey and he scores 22 goals you put him with a John Beecher next year in Providence maybe these guys can maybe these guys can put some team chemistry The only problem is now is you guys the Bruins need to draft a left winger and, you know, I don't know if there's any left, really reliable left wingers in the, um, you know, in the draft. Even, or even down, or even in the, even, even a prospect. Because I'm looking at all their prospects right now, and most of them are all centers and defensemen. And there's a kid right now that I just clicked on, I just saw, Ryan Mast. This kid is a 6'6, 6'6 defenseman. And right now he's right now he's playing over he's playing in the OHL, so I don't know if he's committed anywhere, but right now, yeah. So yeah, Ryan Mast, he's six six, so there's some size on D. Um, another kid, Mason Langenbrunner, another defenseman, six two. So it looks like the Bruins went mostly mostly with um, with defensemen. You know, in the um, in the right now. Um, you know there there's quite a bit of you know a lot of centers and defensemen, you know not a lot of not a lot of wingers, not a lot not a lot of wingers in the um, yeah a lot of defense. I'm looking at their top prospects right now, and a lot of them are all um, and a lot are all um a lot of them are all um defensemen and centers uh we actually have another we actually I actually found a left winger here uh Quinn Olson uh 2019 draft pick in the third round and he's been playing for Minnesota Duluth for the last three years so you know you may, maybe we'll expect him to be playing for the uh Boston Bruins uh in the near future I mean he doesn't have the size of you know like a a lot of the guys that they have on the team, but at least, you know, there's a left winger. So, you know, there's a good possibility, you know, down in Providence, if this kid is, I, be- I believe this kid um, is going to be playing in Providence next year. I'm not, su- I'm not sure if he's signed or not, but, you know, Olsen and a line of Olsen, Beecher and, and Lysel, give that a shot, you know, for the next like two seasons and see if they come up some team, team chemistry. Because here's the thing: the Jack Stanika, Jack Stanica didn't work out. Oscar Steen, you know, yeah, that's another person we got to throw into the mix here. Oscar Steen, you know, Oscar Steen played really well when he was when he was up here with the Bruins. So maybe he gets a maybe he gets a a permanent shot next season. I don't know where because every time every every summer Sweeney seems to waste a roster spot on a free agent that doesn't go anywhere. So we'll just, we'll just have to, it's just a big wait and see for the future of this team. And, and I hate to tell you this, but it's going to be a while before any of us, you know, see a a contending Bruins team. I mean, let alone a, 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 you know, a team that makes the playoffs, you know, I mean, they're going to be at least two or three, they're going to at least spend two or three years not making the playoffs, maybe even four. You know, if they get the right personnel in there, they draft correctly, they sign the right free agents, maybe this rebuild goes a little quicker. But, you know, it all depends on what kind of moves, you know, the front office makes. And I'm going to call it the front office because we really don't know what's going on with Don Sweeney. I mean, he's done a good job, I mean, but still you know this team this team needs a complete overhaul from top to bottom i mean you know look at the new york mets the new york mets have a new ownership new ownership comes you know a change in everything from front office everything player personnel everything and look what they did look what they look what they're doing with the mets you know new ownership but that'll not that won't happen in Boston because, you know, by some miracle, you know, I don't see Jacobs, you know, ha- selling the team. I really don't see the Jacobs family selling the team. But if you're gonna make moves, you got to do it. You got to start at the top, and you got to go either you got to go with Don Sweeney. And I don't know. I just have this. I just have this gut feeling that they're gonna resign him, and he's just gonna, you know, he's gonna keep hurting this team. I honestly think that. I just I don't see this team. I mean, even even I've said to myself the past couple of weeks that I don't know if I want to spend money on a ticket to watch this w- watch these guys. You know, if I want an, int- you know, you know, I just might say, you know what? Maybe I will break down and buy a $200 ticket to sit in the bla- the balcony section just to watch some live hockey. But then again, I can go down the I can go down the road to to my local watch my my local AHL team, you know, play, you know, you know, play some hockey. I can go to a college game. I mean, I've college and AHL hockey close by. So if I want to watch live hockey all I have to do and and I won't have to spend a lot of money either. So is this team really going to be worth spending $200 for a seat in the balcony section for the next couple of seasons? No, because this team isn't going to go anywhere for the next couple of years because they, they, basically their core guys are all, all gone and retired. Bergeron, we don't know what's going on with him. Marshawn is going to be out for for the first half of the season. I can tell you right now, I'll make a prediction right now. It's July 6th, uh, June 6th, June 6th on this date, June 6th. The one, my 100th episode, I'm going to make a prediction that the Bruins are going to be dead last in the Eastern Conference by Christmas because that's the way, this, that's the direction this team is heading into. I'm serious. That's, that's where these, unless Sweeney can go out and grab some decent free agents, make, make a couple of trades, or I shouldn't say Sweeney, I should say the front office then this team, by Christmas, will be sitting... Buffalo will be better than the Bruins in the next couple of seasons. I guarantee you. This show is available on all your favorite streaming platforms, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes, and you can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. Are you interested in advertising on this show? Please contact Believe at Believe.com. Thanks for listening. Have a great week, and go Bruins.